With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It's Wednesday, December 30th, and this is a week and the next few days and next week, we're going to have all calls. We've pre-recorded these. If you want to get on the air with us, please just send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com and let us know if you'd like to join us. Mark will do all the rest. Right now, we are talking to Barry in Pennsylvania. Hi, Barry. What's going on? How can we help you out today? Hey, Jill. Thanks for taking my call. No, happy to do it. What's up? All right. Here's our situation. All right. I'm ready. Uh, my wife and I, uh, I'm 56. My wife's 55. Mm-hmm. We're uh, both self-employed. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, from now till about 60, we would like to cut back to, like, part-time. Oh, look at you. And then at 60... We either retire or continue working if we want to. Tell me that you have saved a bazillion dollars so we can make your plan work. Okay, I'll go through what I have here. Okay. Um, tax sheltered IRAs, etc. Mm-hmm. We have about one point three million. Okay. Non tax sheltered, we have about one hundred and fifty thousand in stocks. Okay. Uh, one hundred and twenty thousand in cash, and we have two investment properties. Oh. Which give us about twenty thousand a year. Clear. And and those you would keep those. In other words, those you would well, plan to keep in retirement or sell those. As long as they don't become too much of a headache. Um, a couple things. The investment properties. How much are they worth right now? About combined about four fifty. Is there a mortgage outstanding on them? I have. We have one mortgage mm-hmm. for our primary home and everything. So okay. It's all bundled into one. Okay. We have a mortgage of two hundred thousand. With a right now we have a home equity loan of fifty because we're doing some remodeling. So two fifty outstanding debt against the primary residence, which is worth how much right now, approximately? Uh, four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. Would you want to stay in that home? Is that like the the place where you really want to live out the rest of the well, let's say the the early part of retirement? At early least. part probably. Latter part probably heading south. Okay. All right. Um, any other debt besides the mortgage? No. Okay. How much do you think you need to live in the part-time period? Like, if you worked part-time, would that cover your ba- – would you work just enough to cover your costs, so you, but you wouldn't save much more? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Right. So you work enough just to cover all of your expenses. Then tell me at age 60 what the expense level would be. So let's say at, at 60, how much money do we need to create an income for you guys? Well, right now our combined income is around 135. Okay. Um, and we're still putting in like 30 into a simple IRA a year. So that's kind of where I'm not really sure. Oh, come on. <laughs> you can't make me do all the hard work. Well, let's say this. If you make 135 together, right, you know that um, off the top 30 grand is coming, right? Because you're Right. Right. So, so that's 105. And then uh, you got to pay tax on that. But, you know, so w- let's presume that 
Let's presume that you would need, how about five grand a month or 60,000 bucks net to you guys? Okay. That's probably what you're, I'm, I'm guessing, okay? So let's just, but let's say the only reason why I round it up is, uh, yeah, I don't know, because you never know, because I want you to have a nice retirement. So five grand a month is what we need to create. All right, so let's go backwards. First of all, obviously, I don't actually want you to start drawing Social Security if you don't have to. Right. So the one thing, the only, the always the fly in the ointment is two. Well, two things is that you know when you go part time, uh, and you say you want to go till sixty or sixty two. What's your What's your guess? Um, sixty is the number. Sixty is the number. Okay. So at that point, you need health care coverage, but you know you got to pay for that. But you're paying for it anyway since you're self employed. You're used to paying that bill, right? right? Yep. Not a big deal. Okay, so oh, it is, but <laughs> I mean, it, I, I, meaning not a big deal in terms of not a big change, I should say. Right, Always right. a big deal, but not right, a big right, deal. Right. Okay, so now I guess the question is this: Do you have enough money to float you so that you don't have to claim Social Security at age sixty-two and take that big haircut? And, I mean, the answer is – so let me just make sure I have the assets. You said you have uh, tax-preferenced assets, IRA, retirement account assets, $1.3 million. Non-retirement assets, one fifty, a cash of one thirty, and then you've got the houses and stuff. Right. Um, okay. And so what we know is that you need 60. 20 you'll get from the rental properties. So now we need forty grand a year. So what you could presumably do is say, well, my non-retirement assets of 150000 I could use that for a few years, hopefully stretch that out, you know, and make that four years worth of coverage to get me to my Social Security retirement age. It's not quite enough, but maybe I could convince you to work till 61. So basically, plan on spending down the non-retirement assets so that you don't have to claim Social Security early. Right. All right? Okay. So let's assume that. So let me just give you one thing. So in the next five years before you – or four or five years before you guys actually do plan to call it quits, one thing I would suggest is we want to beef up those non-retirement assets a little bit. Almost, I would almost prefer you, I know this sounds crazy because you're probably doing a lot of tax deferred stuff and it's important, but I mean, if you can, you a little extra money in that account is going to help you because you're going to need to drain some of your money, okay? Mm-hmm. Did you say you have any Roth accounts or was just all... Um, we have uh, like 40000 in Roth. Okay, that's fine. All right, so now here's, what I, here's my back of the envelope calculation. You retire when you're 60. You use those non-retirement accounts first. Now, I'm not saying the cash because you have an emergency reserve and you said about 130 to 125, 130, right? Right. Don't touch that. That I still want you to preserve. But the non-retirement assets, that's what I want you to spend to come up with the money that you need to survive so that you don't have to claim Social Security benefits early. Okay? So you use that first. You can dip into your retirement assets you know, when you're 64 or 65, you can pull some money out to float your needs, to supplement that rental income, right? So we know you've got 20 grand of net rental income. We need to net you another $40,000 a year. Use your non-retirement assets to get that 40 grand, again, later into your 60s and your mid-60s before you claim Social Security. You may need to dip into your IRA assets, your, your protected assets as well, and pay some tax on them. 
Okay. Now we claim Social Security, and boy, the world does change in a great way for you. Because presumably at that point, you're going to get $2,400 a month. She's going to get $2,200. $4,600 a month, extra money coming in. It's $55,000 a year, right? That money, once it's taxed, is going to give you, I think, on a net, and I I mean, again, who knows exactly what tax rates are going to be, but I'm giving an estimate. I'm guessing that um, that's going to get you pretty close because you'll have your rental income is 20 grand. I think you'll net pretty close to that extra 40 grand that you need to survive from Social Security. So I think two Social Security checks plus your rental income is going to get you pretty close. Sure, if you need to dip into the retirement accounts to make do, fine. Because by the time you retire and you're in 66 and eight months, those retirement assets are going to not be 1.3. They're going to be at least a million and a half. They're probably going to be more. And you can dip into that very easily to float your need. So amazingly, I think you can do this. I really think you can do this. It's important that you realize that this works as long as nothing really big and bad happens, um, you have kids. What's what's the story in your like real life? What else? Um, we don't have kids, and you know, if we run out of money the day we die, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> We've won. We've beat them all. Uh, you know, I think that you're going to make this. Uh, what about health wise? You guys in good health? Yes, we're uh, we're both in good health. Um, we also have long term care policy too, which oh, that's great. All right. So I actually think that you can do this. Do you want to know if you're in good shape for retirement? All you have to do is send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. We'll do all the rest. And come on, join us on the air. It'll be a lot of fun. Oh, and by the way, just days to go before we try to get Mark's milestone. We want to get tons and tons of ratings and reviews. Mark has a 1000 target. So if you wouldn't mind, please help us out. Ratings and reviews. And of course, help yourselves out and your neighbors out. Wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, and put your hands metaphorically on someone's back today. They need it. And you know what? It'll make you feel better. Okay, we'll talk to you tomorrow.